Welcome to the Greater Than Me podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Greater Than Me podcast, guys. Welcome. Oh, energy, so that's what we're going to get today. <clears throat> welcome, welcome to the Greater Than Me podcast. Do it. I literally think podcast. you're going to do the other song. To the Greater Than Me podcast. If you know, you know. To the Greater Than Me podcast. To the Greater Than Me podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Hey. Welcome. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing today? Hope you guys are doing better than us. Um, I just pray for prosperity and good health over everybody's lives. Amen. Speak healing over everybody's life, no matter what you're going um how are you today i'm good i'm tara and that's josh for those who don't know now you know like (laughs) i just it's okay it's like the name is right there like (laughs) that's playing y'all yeah i'm josh and i'm tara and this is the greater me podcast Josh, you got well, questions for us today? Yeah, I do. But you're supposed to say how your day was. Oh, well, you're supposed to ask. I just asked, how are you oh, today? You did. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm also not here fully. Um, despite the odds, I'm here. <laughs> Quick little plug. Go <laughs> check out that EP <laughs> if you haven't yet. Um, no, but yeah, I have, I think I have tonsillitis just because all the symptoms align, um, which is also crazy because this has been since I went to the Daniel Caesar concert weeks back. My throat just never recovered, but for some reason yesterday, actually, I know why, you know, I have this little mic here and, you know, every now and then I like to sing a tune or two or three. Or five. Um, so the night before last, I was in my cover era. So I was sitting in my room in the dark with my lights on. I made maybe like 10 covers <laughs> that will never see the light of day. You post them. <laughs> no. Um, but I made a bunch of covers, strained my voice, strained my voice a lot. And then I went to sleep, woke up, and my throat yesterday, y'all, was shot. And then I kind of just, like, managed it throughout the day. But when I went to sleep, I woke up in the middle of the night literally thinking I was about to die because my tonsils were so swollen. So I took some Advil, and it made it better. But this morning, I took some meds, went to class. We're on the pod now. So I'm doing good, despite the you odds. post the videos, y'all. Tara can sing. Oh, that's not too bad. She can sing. Let's not do that. Go ahead. Sing us a little song right nope. now. Okay, let's do something together. Nope. Josh, go. How was your day? How are you? Well, my day would be better if you would sing. Josh, I'm not going to sing on Come this on. pod. Come on. Um, what you be liking to sing? Mm-mm. It's okay. I just told you my throat hurts, so let's not do that. <laughs> the good Lord taketh away. Yeah, come on. Sing that song. <laughs> Josh, keep it pushing. <laughs> All right, my day is um, honestly just getting started. Um, this is like my first kind of like relaxed day in a in weeks. Like I haven't really had a day off like this in weeks, and I think that is why I feel the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just a lot of unnecessary stuff going on, and the semester is approaching. So you know they like to jam everything at the end of the semester, which I don't necessarily get all the time. But hey, this is the result of that. Um, and likewise, I think I just have been singing way too much. Um, and I still have to sing twice tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That is so sick. Um, but yeah, we're making it. Um, I'm here. We're here. I'm alive because... You're alive. You know that song? You know that I song? never do. I thought you would have known that song. Well, if, if you keep going. Because 
You're alive. How does it start? Oh, joy because you're alive. It's a gospel song, but I don't know how to start. I feel like maybe you're singing it wrong, and that's why I don't Not know. Not at you. all. Hold okay. on. I know I'm I'm singing a little silly right now, but that's the melody. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know it. Don't that's still the melody. I just <clears throat> I choose to sound like that. Um, okay. Do we want to start heavy or light? Oh, maybe let's start light and then ease our way into the heaviness. If you were a superhero, what would be your three superpowers? Have we said this before? No. But people ask this a lot, I feel like. It's like a popular icebreaker question. Um, I would want to be able to teleport. I would want to be telepathic. And I would want invisibility. Why? Because you nosy? Yes. <laughs> Why else do you need to be invisible? Yeah. I would want telekinesis, um, invisibility. But that's the thing. Well, if I have telekinesis, that's okay. Wait, what's but, the difference between being telepathic and being telekin having tele telekinetic? Yeah. Um, you know that's a great question. Should we look it up? Let's yeah. Because telepathy is like you can I, read people's minds, right? Yeah, or you can hear their thoughts. Is telekinesis that you can alter it? Let's see. We finna see. Ooh. Ooh, that's a lot of power, though. Okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what I want. Telekinesis is the ability to manipulate objects with your mind. In other words, you can influence a physical system or object without physical interaction. So what Matilda had. Yes, yes. Okay. You use the sure power of your brain to do this. And Matilda's one of my favorite movies, so that's I love Matilda. But to Um, be telepathic just means you can read people's mind. We know that. Yeah, no, I want to be telepathic. Because if I'm invisible, low-key, I can move the objects without you seeing me. I just have to get there, you know? Okay. But then that's why, what was the last one I said? Invisibility. No. That was the last one. You said? Invisibility, telepathic. Wow. We are too young. No, I remember it, but I don't remember what it's called. When you, like, can leave where you're going and just pop up somewhere else. Oh, teleport. Teleport, right. Yeah, I would want to do that as well. But I feel like if I'm invisible, it's okay. Because I could just hop on a plane the same way and just get there without having to pay. You know how many free you trips I could take? ride the whole flight. Yeah, that's fine, though. I like to fly. When it's hours and hours long when you could get from here to Fiji. Well, yeah, but if, it's if I teleported, yeah, that is true. I could just pop out of bed, be in class. <laughs> but that, and I would also want to be able to fly. Mm. Um, yeah, I would love to be able to fly. You said like five. <laughs> what did I say? Listen. Listen. You said I would love that. Fly, telekinesis, and... What did I say? You said invisibility because... Then oh, yeah, could... invisibility. But then I would also like to ha- be able to teleport here and then. And then I feel you like... said something else, too. <laughs> That's all I said. I feel like with the um, telekinesis, though, I could um, I could manipulate objects to, like, bring them to me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I would love to have telekinesis. To be able to sit in a... A far away from somebody uh-huh. like I could just wow but I feel like if you had telekinesis you would want to be invisible while using it because depending I mean, on what I'm, you're trying to do with that power if I get real good at it all I would have to do for real is just look at it do a little squint boom yes but like it's like okay example say like you were a villain and you were trying to wreak havoc like, people could see you, even if you were... I guess, would people know that it was you doing it? They wouldn't it? know, yeah. Unless you're bringing something to you, then they would know. Yeah, but that stuff would only be used if I was, like, 
Because even if I was invisible, people would just be like, oh my God, how was that moving? <laughs> but like, I wouldn't do that like in public. It would just be like, in your you house. know, yeah. Or like close, for, or like maybe I'm in the grocery store in the aisle by myself. <laughs> And I see what I need, but I don't feel like walking. <laughs> but what if someone was what if someone was walking by in another aisle with their shopping cart and they said, What was that? <laughs> and that is when teleportation comes into play. <laughs> Boom. Facts. Okay, yeah. Um uh, okay. What actor would best play you in a film about your life? I know what answer I want to say, but realistically, would she even be a good, not, well, she can act. So it's not a question of would she be a good me, but like, I would actually want someone who looks like me, but I don't think I've seen anyone in Hollywood that actually looks like me. In conclusion, Viola Davis. You guys favor each other. Okay. In what way? We're both black or... (laughs) No, but when you said that, you guys kind of favor each other a little bit. Like, y'all's... Like, this area of y'all's face is kind of the same. Okay. I love her. Yeah. That would eat. Um, I don't know, mine. I guess, like, easy answer is, like... Honestly, me. Who could play me better than me? Okay. (laughs) Just playing. Like Michael B. Jordan. Okay. That's a fun. Now they're both light skin, so. Light skin is crazy. <laughs> Wait, is Michael B. Jordan light skin? No. Oh right, but you are. So I'm not. <sighs> oh shoot! I opened a tab to search that up. Let me close it. <laughs> I dead don't remember what Michael B. Jordan looks like. So. Or like Keith Powers. Keith is dope. I knew you were going to say that, but that's because you love him. But that's Keith okay. Powers. How did you know that? Keith Powers is because just a great actor. Because we talked about this. Really? He's a great actor. And I feel like he's a and great And because person. I love him, <laughs> he is fine. Okay, relax, partner. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yeah, he is not light skinned. So he couldn't play you. You would actually. I'm not light skinned. You would need Keith up in there. If we were in a room together, he would probably be, like, a little darker than me. Yes, because he's dark skin and you're light skin. Well, you know, he's... He's, he's chocolate. brown skin, bro. This man is chocolate. Hold on. He's brown skin. What the... Ooh, that actually worked. <laughs> I ate that. We're, sim- we're similar colors. Whatever makes you sleep at night. <laughs> Y'all think I'm light skin? Pop it's okay. Um, what would you and want written? Knowing. But Pops is lighter than me. He's light skin. There are variations to lightness and darkness. Yeah, we're going to move on. What would you want written on your tombstone and why? Oh, come on. <laughs> is that the heavy one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you always want to talk about death, so this is something you should know. <laughs> okay. Um, what is even on a tombstone usually? Like my name, obviously. Your dates, um, and sometimes people put like a quote, or like they'll put like my... what they accomplished in life, or like they'll put like something like that was like near and dear to them, you know. So, like, what would you want? Like, a quote or, like, something to say? Like, um, every time people come and, like, visit you at your tombstone, what would you want them to read about you? <sighs> oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm not necessarily fully quoting him. This sounds so corny and cheesy, but I guess... What would you have on it that wouldn't sound corny or cheesy? Um, I would just be like, don't be sad. She didn't live her life in vain. <laughs> I don't know. 
Mine gonna say, see y'all in heaven. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Mine will say that after. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. See y'all in heaven. I'll be, like, glad to be out of here, honestly. <laughs> like, y'all be safe. <laughs> Wait, I want to say safe. that. Y'all be safe, because, listen. Okay. Um, what is your greatest fear about getting older? I don't really have one. Really? I think, yeah, I think it's weird to me that so many people are scared of getting older. Why? I'm not scared of getting older. I guess the biggest thing would just be my health. I would hope that I'm still healthy and fully able-bodied and functioning when I age. I pray I age with grace, but like, I'm not really scared of getting older. That's good. Me either. I'm actually excited about the life I'm going to live when I'm retired. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to worry about anything. I can spoil my children, their, their children. Everyone's going to be good financially. Life is going to be good. Like, my mom's going to be taken care of. My godfather. Everybody, my, everybody's going to be living. Yeah. Just but if I did have a fear, it'd be like probably just like losing family members. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's I feel like that's one of the biggest transitions of like getting older because then you realize it's like, dang, people can't live forever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, why do you think so many people are scared of getting older? I think it's the whole thing with death. Um, Is that because people don't plan for death accordingly or they just are afraid to die? I think they're afraid to die because they don't know what comes after that. Ooh! Um, But also I think just people... I don't know. I think they just hold on to like being... Like a lot of people think this is like... What we're living right now is the start and the finish. Like, this is life. And they don't think of, like, eternal life. Um, So they try to hold on to life life as long as they can. But to me, it's like, which is why I guess, like you say, like, I don't feel like I talk about death a lot. It's just more to say that I'm like, I'm ready for the suffering to be over so I can actually start living. Um. And I know, guys, I'm only 22 years young. <laughs> um, but, you know, life is hard. Life is hard. So. Yeah, the life after this one is going to be pretty great. Pretty superb. Spectacular. Pretty great. Yeah, I'm not afraid to die because I know that there's a life after this one. Yeah, and I know I didn't live my life in vain. Like, yeah. I can confidently say, like, as I stand now that, I wake up every day and try to be the best version of myself and try to spread love and, you know. Yeah. Y'all hate when I say it, but if it's my time, I know I didn't live it in vain, so. You just shouldn't be saying that at 22, but. Okay. But, yeah, I, I can agree. I'm just really, I guess being afraid to die, that's a valid thing, though. Because I just want to die peacefully. I don't want to die at the hands of anybody else. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I want to be in my bed. I just want to be somewhere surrounded. Everybody's in prayer. Everybody's just... I want everybody to actually be eating, laughing, playing good music. And then they look over and they're like, oh. <laughs> He's gone. Call the mortician. Yeah, you know, like. Aww. Yeah, no, I think death is a lot more sad for the people who have to grieve. Like, it's nothing for you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Grieving sucks. That's a great topic. How do you mm-hmm. grieve? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
I guess like I said, I'm 22 years young, so I haven't really grieved much in terms of like people in my life dying um, at all, really. My mom's dad, so my grandfather died when she was younger, so I never met him. Was never close to my dad's side, so, you know, I'm completely disconnected from that. But I met my grandma on my mom's side a few times before she passed, but I was super young still. So when my mom was crying, I was more so sad because my mom was sad, but not because, like, I really felt connected to her. Um, But those are, like, all the deaths I've actually experienced. I've never really grieved a death, but I will say I've grieved relationships. Um, And I think I've grieved seasons of my life where I'm recognizing that I'm changing, I'm evolving, like, I have to let certain habits go. Um, And with that, I would say that I just more so hold on to the beauty of what I do have, the beauty of what my life is becoming and the beauty that like, I get another day, I get another chance to do better and make new memories, make new friendships. Yeah. This was so... Ooh, that purge, yeah. No, I don't mind uh, now. What about you, though? How do you deal with grieving? Um, no. Uh, Who's I just talking to? To you, type person I am. I'm just like. I'm gonna like self isolate first. Like come back and check on people. Honestly, just like remembering them, like and what like they would have done, uh-huh. um, or like how I think they might have responded in certain situations, or like what it would be like if they were still here. Um. Yeah, and um. Same goes for me, like, with relationships or people. I'm just, like, or, like, people who, like, who've only come for seasons of life. I'll just be, like, well, what did they add? What did they bring? But also, what did they take away? Like, what were they doing that was, like, draining me? Or, like, what was going on? Like, was it? Or it could also just be a purely positive thing. Like, sometimes, like, you only get to be around certain people for so long Mm -hmm. just because of the way life works out. Um, but yeah, I've lost, I haven't lost, well, I've lost family members, um, too, but no one in, like, my immediate family, like, my, like, immediate, immediate family, but I lost my, I lost a grandmother, my, um, godfather's mom passed, and then my uncle passed in the same, well, not the same year, but she passed in November, and then he passed in March, so. That was kind of a lot because that was also my senior year of high school. So it was like kind of back to back. It was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle had like helped me. So like we didn't have like real prom. We like made up my own one. Like me and my friends like did our own thing. But like he helped me like pick the suit and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but he never got to see me in it mm-hmm. because. We, like, did the fitting, and we, like, checked it out and everything. And I can't remember if he passed, like, before. He definitely passed before I got the full, because that was March, I believe. But I I think I got it. Yeah, so he honestly only saw, yeah. Yeah, he he only saw, um, like, the fabric, I guess. He didn't even see. Yeah, I still have that piece of fabric actually, and I keep I kept it because of that. Because I'm like, it was like the fabric she like cut out. So like, let me see what it's gonna look like. And I still have yeah. it. Um, it just makes me think, and I have the suit, of course, too. So it just makes me. I was thinking of him. I haven't worn it since, but next time I do wear it, it would definitely be something. Um, but yeah, I can agree. Like, even though he was my uncle, because he. I'm calling him my uncle because 
he is he's not like my blood uncle but mm-hmm. he might as well be because he was like best friends with my mom and my, my like their friend group yeah but like they all helped raise me like and stuff like that so like i grew up around them a lot so like they're they're like they are my family so yeah. like just seeing them all sad and like seeing them grieve and mourn too and also like trying to be strong for each other too so i like just seeing that too is just kind of like oh uh, um, but also like them still trying to be strong for me. Cause like I said, like that was my senior year. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like they were still trying to like play a part or like do certain stuff. But I'm like, guys, it's okay. Like it was fine. And like, that just also just the type of person I am. Like, I'm still going to show up and like have a smile and stuff like that. But yeah, it's the biggest thing for me, but yeah, I haven't, my grandfather too passed away when I wasn't alive, but my mom was young i think she was a senior in high school she said that before so i don't know but she was young or maybe like just got to college or something i'm not sure mm. but yeah so i didn't remember him but everyone's in my family says that i just like him so i don't know um which i can see because you guys always call me on her old so um how do you feel you might not even have an answer to this question but i guess this is just like posing a question for thought food for thought but how do you think or feel that like our generation grieves do you feel like we're on the healthier side of things we're not because i just feel like with social media we see all sorts of violence and like especially like for example, with the war going on or when the Black Lives Matter stuff started again with COVID or just different things where we're we're exposed to so much violence where I feel like there's a certain level of numbness or like, yeah. I I think there's a side of us that wants to be healthy. But I definitely don't think our, we don't, we don't know how to channel our emotions into the right places. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of social media, I think we run too fast to social media before processing things just because Mm. we gotta let somebody know or like we gotta let people know what's going on. Like, I think it's okay to like take your time and like process actually what just happened. Um, Because people don't have to know what's going on in your life. Like there's this like, notion almost that like you have to like let people know when something is like going wrong or something like that um but yeah but i mean like stuff like movements the anger is just like of course yeah um speaking of last night i mean like the only thing that was like necessarily like bad out of that was the looting Mm-hmm. And like they're writing people's small businesses. As for the major companies, I felt no shame, mm-hmm. like at all. Like, like the big brand, like the big stores and department stores. I only felt for the like the small, like businesses and stuff because they had nothing to do with it. But um, I'm not saying like the bigger department stores either. But like we don't know what they're funding, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it was more so to speak to, like, do you feel like we're desensitized? Because I, I feel like I hear that a lot, that we're desensitized as a generation. Because, honestly... It just happened to us. Right. And it's just, like, we witness so much violence. Like, whether it's by word of mouth, whether it's by visually seeing it, like, through social media and things like that. But also, we just live in, like, a dark, wicked world. So, you know, there's a lot happening around us. And I feel like the more we talk about it the more we're exposed to it it seems like there's also just like a numbness that comes over us where we hear about it now we see it now and it's almost like it's expected so no one cares anymore but I feel like it'd be interesting to see like how that even carries on to personal areas of grief like how we're able to experience that I guess or process that um I think too like about I the we are desensitized because like the whole like posting thing like okay so like the stuff going on now um mm-hmm. with like the israel and Gaza stuff i hope i pray everyone's okay 
But like people were like expecting influencers to post and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And which I'll be completely honest, I used to think the same thing that like, you know, people who do have an influence should post. I I still kind of think that like they should like say something if that's their lane of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what I don't like is how we try to shift the focus into making it this influencer's problem or like Mm -hmm. their, their, um, like what do you call it? Like their priority or like as if they have some say or like of what's happening, like in the politics. I don't like that because you also like influencers show so much of their lives, but like, we don't know what's really going on. Like we don't know if these influencers have families over there or have all this. You, you, you just never know. So like, I don't like how we like the focus shifts to like, Oh, you should have said something versus mm-hmm. like, this is the government's problem. Like we should be putting mm-hmm. that same energy to into them. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. Not saying that like people should not watch like which brands they're working with or um, in companies and stuff like that who may be supporting something that you might be against. Yeah, you should definitely watch that and keep up with that um, because if they post something that's on one side, but you're still posting about them and you don't really agree with them or you know that that's not like the vast majority of your audience's like opinion, then yeah, you should definitely like watch that and you should, you know, speak out. Like there is power in people who do have these big names and work with these big companies and go and, you know, who see a lot of the world. But it isn't, the influencer actually, yeah. first of all, the media is overindulged. Like, it's so much going on in the media. So, yeah. people who, I don't know, like, that's just. It just also, like, turns into something performative and not genuine. Right. When it's not they genuine. feel like they have to, not because they want to, but just because it's expected of them. Right. Um, but, yeah. And being performative can dig your own hole, too, like. Yeah, performative activism is crazy, but it's at an all-time high right now because, like, people just have to protect themselves and their brand. We were just talking about that in my marketing class, like, um, how to, um, oh, and my industry class, too. Like, people's, like, like, PR cases and how, like, they, after somebody, like, does something bad and, like, their team has, like, released a statement. Mm-hmm. And like you can kind of tell if like they wrote it or like their team wrote it or like if it was genuine or like they just need to protect themselves and make sure like they don't stand on that and stuff like that, which sucks. Like I can't blame them, but like it sucks because it's like dang, this is what the world has come to. People just really don't care. Yeah. But it's like you can't blame them because we also live in America and we need money to survive. But it's heavy. I had no money. I was just talking about that too with somebody. They were saying how like um they were helping out somebody and like uh like they gave them something. But like they didn't even ask for money in return. They were just they asked about they just said like, okay, I'm gonna bring you this, like can you just give me some food real quick? Like But this person came from another country where like you know, like another country, everybody sees after each other, but like it's not really in America we're 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 focused on money because that's what it takes money to live. Like it takes, mm-hmm. you got to see after each other here, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. But this person is basically just using people, like trying to get stuff in for free. Think he could just like pull up and like, oh, like can you do this for me? Can you get this? Da da da, and then not show up, like in what you're supposed to bring. <laughs> and she said that she had to tell him, like, listen, we in America, like. <laughs> I didn't even ask you for no money. All I did was ask you to give me a plate of food. Mm-hmm. And you didn't do it. Like, you, you can't mistreat people like that, especially when it comes to their money, because people work here. Like, you yeah. got to work to fight for your life here. Like, take take care of yourself. But we're finna for our own. So I don't... Huh. Do you see any flaws in that, though? In us being such transactional people? Yeah, absolutely. Um... I don't, I don't even think, I mean, that is a transactional, but I feel like, like that was the nice way because she, she could have asked him to pay her for what she was bringing him, but yeah. she didn't. I just feel like you just got to see after each other. Like when somebody does something for you, like you should keep that in mind. Not that you got to, me and my, like with my friends, I don't care. Like I'll do something for you because I just want to do it. Or like, mm-hmm. I, wanna get it. I don't expect anything in return, but they were not friends and she was just doing something to be nice. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was, I don't know, being transactional, 
I know some transactional people, bro. Oh my god. Mm. Oh my god. The, yeah. the Venmo, Venmo me two dollars. What? <laughs> I don't even have Venmo. Like, gosh, <laughs> not the two dollars, please. But people be doing that. No, I know. And I'm like, I'm not rich. I don't have all the money in the world, but $2? Like, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, y'all. I'm not saying, like, don't hold up your end of the bargain. Don't pay for what you didn't. Don't pay for, like, stuff that you got or stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But, like, if you buy this here, obviously, I'm going to buy this over here. Mm -hmm. But it's not so obvious, I guess, if you don't think like that. Mm -hmm. But... And I understand wanting your money and all that stuff. I, I get it. I, I 100,000% get it. But, but people aren't I don't know. just transactional monetary-wise. Like, people are transactional with their love, with their time, like, with everything. And honestly, maybe it is just, like, how we're kind of wired to be as people because we live in the society we live in. Like, there's always got to be something I'm getting. And I feel like we talked about this last episode where, yeah, you should be more selfish in your relationships in terms of, like, what am I getting? But not in a way that's transactional. It's just in a way that it's like, okay, if I am giving of my time, if I'm giving of my heart, there should be an equal desire from the other person to want to do the same. Not that they have to, but there should be that same desire. Um but I don't think when it comes to just like material things, when it comes to petty things, people just take it too far um, to a point yeah. where it's like, I don't need to be in this relationship with you because clearly the things that you do aren't even necessarily coming from a place of just wanting to do them. Because um, when you do do them, you expect something in return. Yeah. And I think that goes to show like people's intentions, like their hearts as well. Yeah. Um so I was also just having this conversation. That like being kind of being kind and being nice is two different things. Mm. Um and that like kindness is like in your heart, whereas nice being nice is like a gesture. Yeah. Like, yeah. Something you're doing to like show yourself to like be a certain way um does that make sense how do you feel about that no i completely agree um i think that when you're kind it's just like inherent to you like that is just how you are as that's just how you are like you're being you're just a kind person you're kind-hearted whereas like yeah being nice it's like i think niceness is just like kindness in manifest in manifest like Mm. obviously like you said with the action but i don't think that you do nice things if there isn't kindness stored in your heart yeah however i think you can just be nice to be nice but you're not a kind person um if that makes sense that absolutely makes sense because some people would just be nice so they can get something out of it Mm -hmm. and then being fake right and then like they do something else or do something else like behind closed doors but Mm -hmm. kindness the way i see it is like it's a fruit of the spirit so like it lives Mm -hmm. in you Mm -hmm. um if you're connected and like like that is what your heart wants to exude like you want to put out that energy um and it's genuine which is why like people who are being kind the way i see it is that like they don't look for anything in return they're just doing something like it's it takes nothing right like take energy to like do that whereas like you just being kind or nice to like just get something out of it like you're gonna be like dang i'm tired i had to do all of that just to get this and it's like okay mm-hmm. yeah. but i know yeah i could really go down a rabbit hole with that but i don't know it doesn't take much to be kind like just be just think god it don't take it really takes you don't have to get anything in return. Like, just be gone because that's how you want somebody to treat you. I feel like that is the key. Like, just as a human race, like, it doesn't need to be tick for tag. Like, oh, and I get it. It's the system we've been put in. It's been endowed upon us. But 
What do you feel like is one active practice or like practical step someone can take if they're like trying to be more kind in their lives? Do it because like, what you do you think to? helps foster kindness? Oh. I think doing it because, like, yeah, doing it because you want to. And because you want to be treated that way. I'm really big. Like, I'm a firm believer in that, like, what you put out there will come back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you can't control everybody. Like, there are still individuals out there who, like, the evil exists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you're, like, a true kind person, it, it just connects all together. Because if you're a hearty spirit, then, like, you can know, you notice when people don't have the right intentions or they may be carrying something that might be rightfully so why they treat people a certain mm-hmm. way or why they have a guard up or why they, you know, have this mean exterior to them. But I, yeah, I just see it as that, like, be kind because like you have a hope or like, because you know, that like, it's what, like, it's bigger than this. Like it, it really has, I don't know. I don't get personally offended by things. So like, yeah, which which doesn't mean I won't check somebody or like you know t- tell people you know not to do certain things or say a certain way like say say a certain thing to me. But if you don't carry your feelings on your shoulders, it just kind of makes things a little easier um, to navigate stuff. Um, again, not neglecting yourself and not um, acknowledging when you are hurt or like when someone maybe have crossed the line, but like to just. I don't know. I don't really know if I can answer that, if that is an answer. No, I think you did answer. I liked, like, you saying just treat people how you wish to be treated. I think that, like, that is probably the easiest, not easiest, but, like, the most practical way to put it, right? Like, yeah. think before you do things. Think before you speak. Think before you act. Think before you text. Think before you tweet. Think before you do anything and think about like, if I was being treated this way by someone else, would I like it? And I think that that will always put you back in a place of wanting to be kind or less harsh or more great gracious or sensitive, you know? Um, Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. So how can we, I guess with people who are like so big on being nice or kind, like how do you, if you're, cause you're happy, you know, like really, really nice people who like, they can like not confront problems because like they don't like confrontation. How do you, as a nice person, like as the kind person, when you still want to hold true to yourself and it doesn't, I'm not saying it takes away from your kindness just because you have to like maybe step into someone else's lane because they're not getting, they're not putting about the same energy you're giving. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you navigate that as a person who like, you know, like wants to keep their character in check and also doesn't want it at the risk of other people taking it out of context and then running in. He said, she said stuff. I think it's checking yourself and like checking your intent, which we kind of talked about in the last episode, but I'll expound in the sense that like, If you are walking out of a situation or interaction with somebody and you feel hurt or you feel some type of way, step out of that situation and objectively look at it. When you initiated, did you treat the person how you wished to be treated? If yes, then continue. Did they treat you how you wish to be treated? If the answer is no, then I feel like you then have the right to address the situation and express your feelings. Like you said, you don't have to do that in a way that's not kind, but you're standing up for yourself because you recognize that you were wronged or you weren't treated how you would wish to be treated, but you still treated them out of a place of kindness or out of a place that, you know, you were willing to accept them to treat you. Um, Was that confusing? No. I feel like I talked in a circle for a second. Um, No, it wasn't. But yeah, I just feel like you, if you feel some type of way coming out of a conversation, 
you have every right to address it and you don't have to do it in a way that's mean or nasty. Just get your point across. Like, And maybe it's just also not caring about what other people think too. Yeah. That's another thing. Like people can say what they want to say, but like the facts are facts and the lies and opinions are lies and opinions. Like, and that's mm-hmm. just that. Like, um, yeah, because me, like, that's what it, what I've had to learn. It's just, like, not caring what other people think and, like, what they say. I think which also goes back to us, like, how we were saying, like, before, I think we said. Like, we just prefer, like, we don't always have to be in the mix. Like, mm-hmm. Not everyone it, it, is meant to be your friend. Not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to move the same you do or have the same intentions you have. And that's... Yeah, that's and you have to recognize is. that on both sides because I shouldn't yeah. have to hold people to the same standard that I hold myself, right? Right. So... That's just facts. But, like, yeah, I don't need to be everywhere. Um, y'all be laughing at me, but, like, that's why I like to stay in my room. Like, <laughs> it's less trouble. I know what's happening in my room, in my space. Like, I know the energy over here. I think I that's I- too why I said, like, if you are feeling a way, check you. Because it's, like, if you're checking you and you're, like, okay, I guess I did expect that person. Like, I'm holding them to a standard or to an expectation because I know I would have treated them this way and I would want them to treat me the same way. You're acknowledging that's already one thing. So when you go back into the conversation, you've Mm -hmm. already checked yourself in the sense that you realize that maybe you did place those expectations too high, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't invalidate the way that you feel about the situation. Um, And you can let that be known, too, just so they know. But... Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, people just don't. Yeah, you don't have to do this. Just treat people how you want to be treated. It'll come back to you. Because I really do believe that. Um, I've seen it like manifest in my own life. And I've seen it for other people too. So it's mm-hmm. just like, if that's what happens for real, staying true to yourself is the best option. Because... When you try to flock to all these other crowds, ooh, it's so tiring. Shout out to the ones who can do that, though. Mm-mm. Because that's not sustainable. <laughs> it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like They'll get to the end of the rope eventually. Like Also, they may look fine, but all that glitters is not gold. Like, you don't know what's going okay. on here or here. Like, mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because they be, ooh. Ooh, y'all gotta rest. <laughs> gotta rest. Take some time and rest. But yeah, okay, well, what's one thing that's greater than you? Kindness. <laughs> patience, patience, love, love. Oh, wait. Oh, no. That's the wrong words. Kindness isn't that song, though. <laughs> patience, patience, kindness, love. I think that's how it goes. Remember that one episode we tried to do song association or word association with, but we never posted because did we post that episode actually? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we might have just cut that bit out, but I'm glad we did. Um anyway, yeah. Kindness is one thing greater than me, just cause, you know, it's on theme, but also I feel it. Like I received that. Um and then one thing I wish that were greater in me. Um. Wow. One thing, <laughs> one thing I wish that were greater in me right now as it stands is organization, but not in the way that you would think. Um, I wish that right now in this season my thoughts were more ordered. And honestly, my space, not that it's like super messy. However, I am supposed to be packed by now or at least have an idea of what's going on. And I think that because my thoughts aren't that ordered (laughs) and like my time isn't that ordered, everything has just become blech. So, yeah. Wow. What a great observation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I hope that comes into fruition. Yeah, but you should get on that packing. Yeah. Uh, I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, I'm actually gonna steal yours as well. 
I do think kindness is is one thing that's really dwelling in me, and it's it's one thing that is fear. But in that same token, I also wish that like um, the like authentic approach to kindness is what I hope to be greater. And not, I don't want to only be doing it because I'm protecting myself or because I because I'm avoiding something or because it's avoidance of something. Like I want to like truly and authentically just be kind because like that is truly what my heart wants to do. And I think I believe that it does want to do that now. Like I, mm-hmm. I think that's really is why I'm kind. But like just like every single act of kindness is just authentically and realistic and just pure. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um Love Thank you y'all. guys for watching, of course, and listening if you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this from. Or, uh, But guys, hold on, hold on. If you are listening to this, um, just audio, I understand you don't want to watch vid- visuals. The visuals are lit, though. Um, but just do us a favor and like just subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could still tap in. Greater and Me Pod. It's the same everywhere you go. Greater and Me Pod. Okay, remember that. Amen. Um, and share it with somebody like we're really here just to be like create conversations with other people the hard conversations that we're just not having day to day like in our normal interactions and if you are dope but like let's hear about it um, keep it coming with us um, yeah more guests soon so I'm glad that y'all are liking that one <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah thank you for tuning in to the greater in me Podcast. Ooh, cat. <laughs> Joshua, thank you for tuning uh, in, y'all. <laughs> thank you, guys. Love y'all. Hope y'all have a great week. Um, power to the people. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.